1: Hello and welcome to this fresh episode of Athletico Mints with me, Andrew Dawson. I hope that your teeth aren't itching and that your significant joints aren't giving you any jip and that. Picture yourself, if you can, on a vineyard tour somewhere in France or maybe California. you spent the day wandering around in the bright sunshine, picking some grips and enjoying the breathtaking scenery. Mmm, it's real! The time has come now to relax and taste some of the wine that's produced there. But as you hold the glass to your nose and sniff A stocky pervert staggers onto the veranda Brandishing a hip flask with a disgusting leer painted across his warped face Hey gorgeous, have a swig of this instead I've rolled it in a bucket line with my best knickers It's got notes of berries, Mr Shane and a used bandage It's my co-host, Mr Bob Mortimer A oh, bucket knicker man with your breath like a chip hand uh, Oh, Mr. White Guy Is your mind all liquefied? Uh, there we go, that's the beginning of this episode of Athletic Omens. Good morning,
2: Robert. Good morning, Andrew. Good. Uh, thanks for transporting me to that vineyards in uh, California, uh, stroke France.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll just say what? now, that, that was our second attempt at it because you requested our... Uh, our Change one of the words in it. that you exactly, Found possibly yeah. problematic. I'll never say what that <laughs> word was. I'll take that to the grave.
2: <laughs> nice T shirt, Andy. Uh, it's a T shirt um, representing the group Squeeze. Such a it's it's always a little. It always whenever I say any, you know, Squeeze enters me life. I always feel a little bit of sadness that their yeah? music isn't. It, well, that it isn't acknowledged as much, and then I think maybe they don't give a shit. I don't know. Ah, uh,
1: well, I but, don't think they would be that bothered at this stage of their lives. They're still, they're still going around, you know, touring and recording and everything, so it seems like a nice life, I think.
2: Yeah, no, I sh- but it just makes me, you know, like, those three albums, uh, Ridiculous, Some Fantastic Place and Play. Play,
1: yeah, yeah. Live period man. from their first w- era. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. You know what I mean? You know that w- Wallop, even. It hey, Wallop.
1: Yeah. Boom. Yeah, we'll we'll say that we'll rec- we'll recommend them albums to the listeners. I'll yes. say as well, Glenn Tilbrook is doing a solo show um, nearby to me soon, so I might go to that.
2: Where's he um, doing it? Down the tip.
1: Whoa, <laughs> oh, Whitley Bay.
2: Whitley so, Bay, yeah. So let's face it, Andrew, um, you're looking so um, proper and gorgeous on Thank account you. of the fact that you made your first visit to the Sunderland's new tip. Yeah, maybe yeah. you should just give us a quick press so you know how, how it went
1: it was uh, immaculate it was the first day so there, I imagined there'd be uh, teeth and troubles but there weren't any uh, got straight in um, you've got a pre-book uh, and present your, uh, your, your your booking form uh, got my QR code scanned which they weren't doing at the old place so it's gone all high tech you're only allowed to do five visits within a 20 year day rolling period
2: which Is that enough for Andy?
1: Mm, it should be, but then again, maybe it's
2: not. You, you've I, got I, a lot of dog dirt to take down there, haven't I you? Have, I, mean.
1: I find that an issue uh, because previously you could make as many trips as you want and yeah. um, they turn a blind eye. Now it's all computerised, five in 28 uh, at the, days.
2: At the Ashford... Um, the Ashford one, mm. I once did. I'm just guessing, but I think maybe eight trips in one day. What do you think of that? If you're doing like a house move or some kind of um overhaul in your home, that's what you need. Don't yeah, know
1: what I mean? five and 28 days doesn't feel like enough. Oh, but, well,
2: but, but but you've had a nice experience.
1: The skips are so deep, yeah, <laughs> and the uh the entry angle is much better than it used to be. You had to kind of lift. And chuck in over yeah. the top, which isn't good for I'm your shoulders. Now yeah. the the kind of the, the lip, if you like, of the skip is at a lower level so it's easier to uh, oh, a bit
2: deposit. like a, a Range Rover, Andrew, which has that useful lower lip at the back. Does it? Yeah, I've as I understand been,
1: it. I've never been within operational distance of a Range Rover, so I thought, well, Oh,
2: yes you have. John Cooper Clark. Yeah. Um living in Sunderland now?
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Yes, so um, uh, he sent us a John Cooper Sunderland (laughs) poem. I'll give I'll give it a go, Andrew. Yeah. Okay. There's a rat in me house and it's wielding a cosh. It's wearing jodbes, so it must be posh. It lives in the toilet behind the bog brush. I tell it to leave every time I flush. I've chased it to the kitchen, I've hit it with a pipe, but it's faster than a mack'em, leaving the stadium of light. <laughs> it doesn't eat chicken dippers or me Aldi orange squash, only stuff from Waitress, so it must be posh. <laughs> I'm John Cooper Clark in Sunderland. I've got a rat in me car, are so you not? Dog in me hand. <laughs> now, hand and Sunderland don't quite work. Yeah. God bless John Brurier from the Hot Potato Dance Company. <laughs> there you are.
3: I love there you go. From...
2: I, I, it's just like it's a footnote. You know what what does uh, any poet do at the end of a poem? It's a difficult moment, isn't it? It can be. To end it, yeah. There can be quite a deep emo emotive hole at the end of a
1: Yeah. You know the waiter from uh Slaughters. Yeah. I mean, if you're a Parsnips listener, you'll know he's been started doing some ASMR to help soothe people.
2: That oh, thing that stuff, yeah, uh, to help you get to sleep and that.
1: Yeah, so he's done another one of them, which hopefully will uh, help relax the listeners a little bit. So we'll just have a little listen to that then, shall we?
3: 12-inch lamb and pelican meatball. Hand-finished mouse hands and a griddled cyst from a miniature pig. <laughs> Crispy chimp finger side dish. Rib bones from a fox that was found in an area. That's got me popping. Bettle bin filled with distilled capabarapis. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Volcano roasted lumps of army wolf in an anonymous sauce. Oh, my (laughs) And there we go.
1: There it is. Oh, so. I mean, you,
2: you'll have dropped off. But you'll have dropped off by then anyway. Oh, all people,
1: I people were driving while they were listening to that because <laughs> that could have resulted in all kinds of tragedy. But I've uh, got are. some
2: wife's questions. Andy. Yeah, um, yeah. uh, so here we go. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Mrs. She Bob. Says. Yeah. When you're scouring eBay for second-hand underpants, which <laughs> yeah. is most important to you, colour or size? Um, well, it's uh, I don't know
1: levels of intactness I get because sometimes you can get them when they're slightly like when the elastic's gone or they're slightly shredded in, uh, in, in certain intimate areas.
2: Um, I think just all round, all round um, rigidity. I think, for our sense, from what you're saying, that you're you're saying you look for condition. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) Andy, when you're out on a date with a lass, (laughs) do you go to A, Mm -hmm. the A19 flyover, Mm -hmm. B, KFC, Mm -hmm. or C, the local ship farm?
1: Um, A19 flyover, I mean, there's no (laughs) (laughs) no other answer to that. I actually actually, um, walked over a footbridge over the A19 the other day and I took a photograph and I didn't... Post it on the social media, and I meant to. So you've reminded me to do that because the A19 is a marvelous road.
2: Britain's greatest road, isn't it? <laughs> That's it Surely is beautiful. Yep. Yeah. What a surface, Andy! What a hugely, surface. Underrated.
1: hugely underrated. Hugely. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember? This will be going back to the late seventies, early eighties, where just near Thirsk, the uh, the tarmac used to be a kind of pink color
2: on the A19. I remember. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember, I remember it, because as a child it fascinated me. Yeah, because it, um, it was near where my
1: it was near where my nana and granddad's caravan was. So whenever I saw the road change colour, it was like, oh, we're nearly there. And then, yeah. uh, and then they went and changed it and made it the same as all the other road colours, which I thought was a shame. But there you go. You can't well, go that, back, there's can a you?
2: link then, Andy, because mm-hmm. that's my dad was killed on the A19 at Thirsk. Oh, so that's <laughs> a you know like little tie-in, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, something of note. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Andrew, final question from the wife. I know you love them. Andrew, if you were to get a tattoo, would it be A, the A19 flyover, B, KFC, or three, the local shit farm?
4: (laughs) Oh, God.
1: I mean, again, it would have to be the A19 flyover, but I'd, I'd... I'd want that section with the pink road, partly because of those childhood memories, but partly also uh, to commemorate your dad thank you, so you there could we put are. an
2: X at the spot, you could put an X for where the caravan is and an yeah. X where the accident occurred.
1: I'll do that, yeah, well, we salvaged something from the sadness there, I think
2: <laughs> the um Geordie Heat, i've um managed to get hold of a bit of script yeah. you know for the Netflix series right um. I'll I'll read it out to you, Andy. It's a nice bit of script. Geordie Heat. Crime on the Tyne Hot Geordie nights. Geordie streets. Full of crime. Geordie Heat. Interior Geordie Heat incident room. The Geordie Heat hotline rings and PC Denise Welsh picks up the receiver. Hello this is Geordie <laughs> Heat fighting crime on the tyne. How can I help you, pet? It's Declan from Ant and Deck. Listen up, this is Ant and Deck speaking. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetheart, you'll have to speak up a bit. I can barely hear ya. It's Ant and Deck. We've been kidnapped. <laughs> I'll send a location pin to your phone if your phone is back-like. Oh, hiya, Ant and Dec. Fucking kidnapped, you say? That's a bit of a bastard. (laughs) Do you know who the kidnapper is? Well, we think it's a woman, but that's all we know. (laughs) They lobbed us in a van and then booted us into some sort of barn. <laughs> Shit, someone's coming. You'd better fuck and hurry up, like. Aye, we will do. Have you any idea? Oh, oh he's gone. <laughs> Detective Inspector Steve Bruce. <clears throat> what was that about, Denise? <clears throat> Did you mention a kidnap, like, you now, nah, and all that, like? <laughs> <laughs> Aye, it's Aunt and deck. Some lass has kidnapped them and thrown them in a barn. They're shitting bricks by the sound of it. Ah, has there been any ransom demand? You know, like an all that like. The hotline rings. Denise picks it up. Hello, this is Geordie Heat fighting crime on the Tyne. How can I help you, pet? This is Mr Sting! From the massive house with the massive driveway and a
4: massive conker tree.
2: Oh, hello, Mr Sting. Denise looks (laughs) over to D.I. Bruce with an expression on her face that suggests she has just been asked to empty the neighbour's litter tray. (laughs) Can I just ask if your call is really, really urgent, Mr Sting, because we've got a very big case just coming. Oh! dare you assume that my emergency is not a priority I am quite frankly dumbfounded by that implication (laughs) goodbye and no hold hold on I'm sorry Mr Sting what does seem to be the problem apology accepted with (laughs) one thousand curved smiles Now listen up, and listen up, good. I have just lobbed un- un- and adept in me massive barn, and unless yous lot get round here pronto to or, and rod my kitchen drain, I'm going to loot the shit out of them. OK, calm down, Mr Sting. What you on about, I'm as calm as fuck? You <laughs> need to calm down and get a squad car round here with a full set of drain rods. Get to it.
4: Our Ant and Deck get looted. Goodbye.
2: (laughs) D.I. Bruce, Sting has kidnapped Ant and Deck and is threatening to loot them up. God, if he bends their minds, I'll go effing apeshit. (laughs) Cut to interior Sting's massive barn. Ant and Deck are tied to two wooden poles in the centre of the room. It's a bit like reservoir dogs, but more agricultural. How it sting, says Ant. Just let us go. we are already phoned Geordie Heat. You're going to get a right bollock in. He's right, Mrs. Sting. Just let us go and we won't say out to anyone. Geordie Heat is going to knacker you for this. Yeah, think about it. What if they send Carol Beardsley? She will literally remove your skin looking for eggs. <laughs> Shut up and stop going using psychiatry on me. You are not going anywhere until I get my drains rotted. <clears throat> There's a knock on the barn door and in Special Constable Eddie Howe.
4: <laughs> oh, <thank> you lot. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on here, then?
2: I'd be most interested to fucking know. Well, thank God you're here. This nutcase has kidnapped us. You need to kick his head in get <coughs> us out of here. Is this true, Squire? Have <laughs> you fucking kidnapped these two young lads? Yes, I have. And you, and have you brought a full set of drain rods with you?
4: I always carry a full fucking set with me because, to be
2: honest with you, in my present fucking job, I'm always struggling to shift shit. (laughs) Now, would you be so good and so fucking unsight No chance, not until my drains are running free and fresh and I can rinse off me boiled eggs. Sting picks up his loot.
4: No, sir, please. I fucking beg you, don't play that fucking thing. No, Sting, not the loot.
2: <laughs> now, who's using psychiatry, you medieval bastard? Sting begins to play. <laughs> oh, Mr. Sting, yes, Mr. Sting, he had a cunning plan to get his drains a flowing so he could wash his pots and pans. Close up, Anton decks nails, digging into the posts onto which they are tied. Close up Eddie Howe's teeth. His fillings are popping out. Oh, Mr Sting, yes, Mr Sting. He kidnapped two young men and tied them to a threshing post. Seven, six, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking shit rhyme. I can't take any more. I'll get me rods out and I'll have a go at the fucking <laughs> greats. Eddie leaves the, to rod the kitchen drains. Sting continues with his song. Oh, Mr Sting, now he is the thing. His plan was watertight. And since that day and every day, there's a kidnapping every night. At that moment, the back door of the barn is kicked straight off its hinges. And a lady addresses the room. It's PC, Carol Beardsley. Put that foot and loop! down now, Mr Sting, or I'll fucking grab it and ram it deep into your fucking lungs. <laughs> oh, shit, not you. <laughs> listen, listen, I'm just trying to live a life free from blockages. <laughs> Put the fucking loot down now. Sting places the loot on the floor. Thanks, Carol, says Ant. We told him you'd come and knack him. Oh my word it's Ant and Deck How very nice day to fucking meet you, lads. I must say that in real life you're much cuter than you seem on the fucking television. Let me untie you and then we can take a very fucking sexy selfie together. Special constable Howe re enters the barn. Right, squire, and sort is your dress. It might be an idea to stop putting so many fucking pulses down the sink. <laughs> That is smashing. Now I can rinse off those eggs And hide, hide them from Trudy In the hole in my loot <laughs> Hold on a minute Did you say eggs? Says Carol Are they boilers? Yeah, a dozen organic hard boilers Oh, I love the organics what say you give them to me and we forget about this little fucking fracker? You fancy a little picnic behind the shop's hunting deck? Eh? Uh, I'll take that as a big fat fucking yes. Come on, let's fetch these
4: boilers. Well, I'll be off then, Mr. C. Can I wish you all the fucking best with your drains and good fucking luck with your future
2: <laughs> plans? <laughs> Geordie Heats So it sounds like it could be a good episode, that, doesn't it? That's really good. I look forward to seeing that. I mean, yeah. honestly,
1: you've just read the script up there, so it's not as good as <coughs> actually sitting watching it. But um, yeah. I look forward to that. That was really good.
2: A bit of a conflict there uh, between the Beardsley voice and the Sting voice, you know. but Slightly, I, but, you know... You, you, I hadn't a, anticipated that.
1: You're an enthusiastic amateur, so that, what more can we ask for, really? <laughs>
2: Hold on, I think we've got Roy Hodgson on the line now. Yep. All right, right. Hello, Roy. Um, are you there? Yes. Hey, hello, yeah, I'm receiving you now. Yes. Roy, Roy, it's great to see you back in the game as of this week. Um, it's a massive challenge ahead of you over the next few months at Watford. Yes, thank you very
4: much, little man. Uh, it's not going to be easy, but I'm going to devote every waking moment to turning it around at Watford. And delivering the best possible outcome for everyone at the club and its fans. All right, well,
2: I suppose the best way uh, to get going would be to get three points. Hey? What are you on about? You know, get three points, help climb out of the relegation zone with a win.
4: No, no, no. First of all, I need to change the culture within the dressing room.
2: Yeah, are there one or two bad eggs in there?
4: That's right, there's a cake. A what? There's a cake! A CLEEK! 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 A DISRUPTIVE GROUP! Ah, right, gotcha, yeah. Yeah, turns out a bunch of them's got themselves into those NFTs!
2: <laughs> what? NF... What? I don't understand what...
4: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. NFTs! Non-fungible tokens! They're flogging cartoon pictures on the fucking internet! When they should be devoting their spare time to war whatever.
2: Sorry, what? Mama. Oh! Warhammer! Warhammer!
4: Warhammer! Listen, Tom Cleverley, right, he's been tweeting pictures of himself as a cartoon lizard and he's knocking them out for 1,200 quid a pop. What he needs to be doing is sitting down with me for a few one-on-one figure painting sessions using a Warhammer assault intercessor paint set.
2: And that that will help you on the pitch,
4: right? Oh, fuck the pitch. The mentality at the place is all wrong. Most of the Sissoko, right... He told me he's been a keen Warhammer player ever since he was up at Newcastle. Boys always been embarrassed about it. Oh, that's not good. That's not good at all, is it? It's a modern game for you, mate. It's all gone to shit. Well, what? Well, thank. You.
2: Well, I wish you all the best, Roy, with, uh, with your relegation fight. Oh, yeah, well, thanks very
4: much. No Warhammer, no football. That's what I've told them. Yeah. They ain't going to play Warhammer, they're not going to get out of the pitch and play football. Wha- Warhammer? Warhammer. Whoa
2: mama. whoa, mama.
4: Whoa, mama. No,
2: thank you, Roy.
4: Yeah, whoa, mama. What's behind the door? Yes or Fuck. no? Yes or no? Come on! What's
1: behind the door? I don't know. I don't know. Imagine a gospel choir singing that. Yeah, I
2: believe. Imagine I'd yeah. love
1: that to happen. Maybe that's what's behind the door. It's a door. It's an imaginary door. I'm going to tell you three things that are behind it, and I want you to tell me whether you'd go through that door and have a closer look at them. Or maybe interact with them. We don't know what they All are right. yet.
2: Oh, well, thanks for the opportunity.
1: Number one, a jackdaw disco.
2: Mm, not bothered. Mm, go to mm, be honest.
1: A jackdaw disco soundtrack by a gospel choir?
2: not interested. I
1: don't okay. like that bird, that's 1B done. that wasn't number 2 that was 1B number 2 a nice plate of scampi and chips inside a small glass pyramid can you get access there's only one way to find out close inspection
2: um, I am tempted Andy I'm tempted but um, there's that jeopardy can I get access that's the no. jeopardy so you're yeah, not going to go know. I'm not going for you'll,
1: it you'll, you'll source some scampi and chips elsewhere will you Easier. yeah yeah, right, I see uh, number three it's He's uh he's filing his thumbnail into a point it's very long it's actually eight inches long it says here uh, and he's growling I'm going to pick me
2: some real secure locks with this beauty he is of course shit faced has he got a hat on? yes I'd like to go in then please thank you very okay. much okay you may go in one out of three I'll try
1: harder next time but thanks for joining in <laughs>
2: Hey, have a quiz, Andy, right? Have a quiz. Have you got a quiz? It's, I've got a quiz for you. Um, I'm going right back to basics. I'm going to... Um, it was Asda. I went to Asda, Andrew. Right. Um, yeah. The quiz is called Parp Boing Sausages. Peanuts! Peenuts. Thwack Crash Beef. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah! Ping pop Doing! Gravy, give Give me me just just a little little more time. Time, 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 time. Price order, cheapest to most expensive, or vice versa. Yep. Three small tins of Heinz beans with sausages.
1: Three?
2: Yeah. Right. Number two, one small tin Prince's corned beef. Mm Mm-hmm. Number Mm -hmm. three... A Frey Bentos tin steak and gravy pie. I'm going to go with me gut. Go on for then. For once, uh,
1: Frey Bentos yep. beans, corn beef. That's highest to lowest.
2: <sighs> Fuck you, fucked up. Oh, highest it. is the corn beef at one pound sixty nine. What? Ne- next to what? Next is the uh, three three beans at one fifty, and the cheapest was the uh, Freibentler stink pie at one forty nine. Unlucky Andy, but you know you joined in. You give it a go, and you went with your gut. <laughs> that was
1: that was a fucking
2: shambles. You reckon an absolute shambles. Yeah.
1: Infinity Rocket Plastics uh, have, have been in touch, and yeah. uh, it's some Mark Lawrence related content. Um, he's not on much anymore is he doing the core commentary well what's happened is he he wants to be sole commentator right Um, so he's he's sourced some work elsewhere he's been doing uh, Venezuela third division matches but for Ah, English speaking for English speaking audiences so I've got one of the tapes that they've uh, intercepted Infinity Rocket so uh, we'll have a little listen to that I think There's not much of note happening at the moment. Lots of passing around in midfield. Throw in. Back out for another throw in. <sighs> I'll say this though, Sainsbury's acquisition of Argos has been a complete masterstroke as far as I'm concerned. Having a branch of Argos tucked away in the corner of my local supermarket. It's a godsend. Free kick there. (laughs) I just found out the other day they only made 13 episodes of the Flumps. Blew my mind that did. I could have sworn there was 40 or 50. Home team's right back's hobbling. There, could be his groin. The fellow next door's been getting a new security light in his back garden. It lights up my bedroom at night. I'm not sure whether to have a word. I just put up with it. Something to think about. <laughs> and there's a full-time whistle there. That's 5-4 uh, to the
2: away team. <laughs> there we go. So, Did, did Mark miss the goals? I don't know. I just that was
1: just the highlights. I got sent over, so I don't know. But that's um, nice for him.
2: I would, I could have, I would have enjoyed that as just throw ins. <laughs>
1: I'll try and get a throwing compilation or a set piece compilation for next time.
2: It's a throw in,
0: <laughs>
2: another, another throw in The lads at Infinity Rocket Plastics come up trumps for me this week. Right. They've used a hack called a heavy potato, I think they called it, <laughs> heavy sprud okay. or something, yeah. to get me a bit of footage from the first meeting between Debbie Alley and Eddie Howe in Eddie's mm. office at the Newcastle Training Ground. Excellent. So that that's a nice place for a first meeting, isn't it, Andy, in the office? Definitely. Yeah. they sat either side of Eddie's desk, which are... I think you'll agree, Andy, is a a nice thing to sit either side of, isn't it? I reckon. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, I'll I'll play it for you, shall I? So, Eddie, come in, young man, and take a a fucky seat. So pleased to have you at the (laughs) the fucking club, Squire. (laughs) To Debbie Halley. Yeah, to be honest with you, boss, I didn't really want to come here, but I was hurting. Now, at this point, Andy, I realised that Debbie actually signed for Everton. (laughs) Was just about to mention that actually, Bob. Yeah. So I got in touch with Infinity Rocket Plastics. They (laughs) apologised. Yeah. And sent me a copy of some CCTV from Debbie's leaving party at Spurs. Oh, okay. Um, I'm told this was obtained by a hacking process known as a widow's loft. Oh. Nice name for a hacking process, Sandy, Yeah. Yeah, up there with the best. So just to set the scene, the party's taking place in Harry Kane's mum's garage. There's a bit of bunting across the uh, garage doors, a trestle table in the centre of the garage with party food on it. And if I look closely, I can see sherbet fountains, Jaffa cakes, Mr Kipling French fancies, Mm. cake, Mm. uh, that sort of thing. And there's a present on the table. So Debbie, Harry, Winksy and Eric Dyer and Hugo Florist are there. They're all wearing tracksuit bottoms, Feel the Ferocious Heat t-shirts, apart from Debbie, who's wearing a Kanye West vest and holding a Big Bang Theory backpack. <laughs> uh, Debbie has just placed some items from the bag onto the trestle table. Right, boss, says Debbie. Here's my White heart's ski ring, ID card and t-shirt. I don't mind saying that. Handing them in has got me hurting. Oh, Harry... I'll get my mum to print you out a receipt, Debbie. (laughs) I must say this is all very upsetting. Why, Everton, Debbie, they're in a right fluffy buffery at the moment and Frank Lampard is not really a proven winner as of today's date, Debbie. But it was them on Newcastle and Eddie Howe is equally unproven and if you don't mind me pointing that out, also, I just don't suit stripes. Eric Buston, why? Didn't you just stay at Spurs? Winksy interrupts. Hurrica's landed a pertinent there, Debbie. Why didn't you stay? Mr Conti is a proven winner. Debbie. Because Mr So-Called Conti told me that if I didn't fuck off, he would shout at me. <laughs> oh, that's fair enough <laughs> then. Harry... Uh-huh. Are you not a bit worried about the fact that Calvert-Lewin is a lot better looking than you? You won't be the squad gorgeous anymore. Yes, that has got me hurting, but I'll look like a prince next, next to Richard and Tom Davies. <laughs> Hold on, boss. Who will be the new squad gorgeous? Am I in with a shout? Says Winksy. <laughs> Maybe. I haven't decided yet says Harry and I don't think it's fair to be discussing it in front of Debbie it must be very upsetting and difficult for him Eric will it be me (laughs) no it won't Eric I've seen better looking ironing boards Hugo Florist surely it will be me you're not even in the running Hugo you're just too old to be club gorgeous Sacre bleu it's because I'm French, isn't it? No comment. Anyway, we have a farewell gift for you, Debbie. Would you like to open it? Debbie opens the present. It's a football signed by the White Hearts. Oh, thanks, guys. This is a terrific memory jogger that I will treasure and hold on to tightly whenever I'm hurting and need to remember the happy times when I was a good player. Why don't you... says Wixie? why don't you... Do some keepy-uppies. You need all the practice you can get. Debbie starts doing some keepy-uppies but soon loses control and the <laughs> ball lands on the table, crushing all the French fancies. Hugo, zut not the fancies Francais. <laughs> Bloody hell, Debbie, mum's going to gonna be fluffed to the buffer when she sees this mess. Sorry, boss, I just don't seem to have any footballing skills no more. I wish I could stay here with my friends and just arse about. Eric... Us <laughs> don't worry, Debbie. You will be okay. Listen, I've written a little song for you to say goodbye, and it is very acceptable. Here goes, Debbie. We love you. We will miss the way that you used to play Debbie you're the one for me. you're a superstar, or at least you used to be. <laughs> We've had good times, we've had bad times. You were strong and tall, but we wouldn't for call. One day when we meet again, we'll remember all the joy and pain. Yes, Debbie, we love you. You're as tasty as me mum's stew. You're Debbie and we adore you. You're a warm cup of our favourite boo. Come on, join in, everybody. We've had good times, we've had bad times You were strong and tall, but we won't fuck all <laughs> One day when we meet again We'll remember all the joy and pain Oh, thanks, boss Can I have one last rub on your magic chin For good luck before I go? Yeah, sure you can Debbie rubs Harry's chin and then walks off up the drive They all shout after him We are the White Hearts Debbie turns around Feel our ferocious heat. Then he steps onto his Drake-approved electric scooter and <laughs> heads off into the distance. Oh. That's it.
1: Oh, man. That's really sad. That's the end of an era. That's the end of an era. As soon as I heard the, the- news, he was so to Everton, it, and I thought, I don't want this to happen. It's not right. <laughs> they either all yeah. go. Oh, none of them goes...
2: Uh, oh dear oh We've well. got Tottenham uh, My team Middlesbrough's got Tottenham in um, FA Cup Oh, after... you got them
1: next, have you? Oh well, is that at yeah. home or
2: away? Um, it's at home oh. I mean, I'm, I know it's not going to happen, Andy But if we get rid of Man United and Tottenham yeah. Forrest got rid of Arsenal and Leicester I think they should just make the final, Forest Borough Yeah,
1: that would be good That would be nice I'd watch that I couldn't even tell you it was in last year's FA Cup final because I couldn't give I know. Piece, apparently, Leicester won it. Andy. Did they? Who knew? Oh, Who knew? That, that's that's that's
2: super. Um, I reckon that's about it. There well, no, there's one more thing I need to do, Andy. Right. Have you watched Tinder Tinder Swindler no. and The Puppet Master?
1: I haven't watched Tinder Swindler. I'm gonna though. Everyone yeah. reckons it's dead good. Um, the Puppet Master. What's that one again? I'm familiar with it. I've heard of it.
2: Well, we all like a con man, don't we, Andy, a fraudster? Oh, do we ever. They're both fraudsters, Yeah. and um, I'd be interested to... You should watch them both, they're great. Right. But I'd be very interested, I prefer The Puppet Master.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll check them both out. I'm in the middle of watching a series called Cry Wolf, which right. was on Channel 4's Walter Presents. It's a Scandinavian drama thing about um, a couple of parents who get their kids took off them by social services. That's Any good? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah.
2: I like that one. So I, I like, like all it. that stuff.
1: Yeah. So that's my recommendation. But I will check out those two that you suggested. A couple of quick names before we go. Go on then. Retrospective, obviously, because the episode's nearly finished. You can be the crumbler. Uh, he reckons yes. he can crumble anything, like it's an Oxo Cube. Right. Uh, or Michael Chasefire. Uh, In spite of his name, he is violently opposed to burning cheese and he visits cheese factories to carry out uh, fire safety risk
2: assessments. Well, had you asked me earlier, Andrew, I would have been the crumbler.
1: Right. You can be the crumbler in retrospect, or for the next episode, if you like, you can be the crumbler. Yeah. Um, Quick true or false on the same subject of cheese fires. True or false, 27 tonnes of caramelised brown goat cheese caught fire in Norway in 2013. True. True is true and what Scandinavian drama that would make thank you very much everybody goodbye see ya